Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Adam Jonas, head of Morgan Stanley's global auto and shared mobility team, along with my colleagues, bringing you a variety of perspectives. Today, we'll be talking about the global EV battery supply chain. It is Thursday, June 1st at 9 a.m. in New York. The rapid adoption of electric vehicles has brought to investor attention some rather inconvenient truths. We all know EVs require batteries, but today's battery supply chain involves some high environmental externalities, emissions, water usage, labor practices. And 70 to 90% of the upstream battery supply chain runs through the People's Republic of China. Rearchitecting and onshoring the EV battery supply chain is easier said than done. In our recent Global Insights report, we introduce a framework centered on two core variables. One, the rate of EV adoption, faster versus slower. And two, EV supply chain sourcing, China-dependent versus more diversified. At the crux of our analysis is the trade-off between near-term EV penetration and onshoring policies. Billions of taxpayer dollars are being thrown at an industry where the technology is still in its early stages of finding scalable industrial standards. Even if mineral extraction, refining, and battery assembly all occurred onshore, you still have to consider that battery manufacturing involves high carbon emissions and EVs require more energy-intensive metals vis-a-vis internal combustion vehicles. We explore three scenarios across our framework. First, the China case, which entails rapid EV penetration, increasing the West's dependence on China. Second, the de-risking case, which entails a more diversified supply chain with rapid EV adoption, requiring significant policy action. And third, the slow EV case, where the focus on onshoring translates to more gradual EV adoption and continued prevalence of internal combustion vehicles versus market expectations. With this report, I brought together my research colleagues across autos, batteries, mining, and clean tech to assess implications for sectors and stocks that are better positioned or more challenged based on our scenario framework. We assess policy gaps and break down CapEx spend totaling up to $7 to $10 trillion. In our view, it may require well over a decade to achieve industrialization and standardization, gated by a host of geopolitical, environmental, and economic considerations. If we're going to make batteries in the West, we're going to have to make them differently. The materials must be sourced, processed, and refined far more sustainably. So we ask, what is the new fracking equivalent for lithium? The lithium-ion battery is the most consequential technology for decarbonizing transportation. Yet lithium is associated with supply shortages, intensive water consumption, and permitting bottlenecks. Technologies that mitigate carbon emissions do exist, like direct lithium extraction, battery recycling, solid-state batteries, and others. But the journey of U.S. and European battery onshoring will involve scaling these technologies. This is where innovation, levered by the private sector and accelerated by the taxpayer, can play a deterministic role. So who wins in a rewired battery supply chain? Ultimately, we think it will be those firms that employ cost-efficient and environmentally sustainable technologies in strategically beneficial geographies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please share thoughts on the market with a friend or colleague or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people find the show. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 